Chapter Two of Twenty Minutes Late by Pansy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Two: Clothes. Is it entirely out of the question for Line to go, Mother? Entirely, I should say," Mrs. Bryant answered with a tone that had more sadness in it than the boy realized. She was a mother who would have so enjoyed giving her children all they desired if she only could well now i don't see why ben began there's the fare paid for and it is just in the time when you are not hurried with work and long before the next term of school what is it that is in the way clothes my son clothes repeated ben stopping in his work of skilfully laying the fire for morning to give his mother an astonished look why mother she wears clothes at home true but there are clothes and clothes my dear boy but line always looks nice i was looking at her last night at the lecture and i made up my mind she was the prettiest girl there his mother smiled fondly upon him i am glad you are pleased with your sister's appearance she said she is a pretty girl and is always neat but my boy what would be suitable in our quiet home would be entirely out of place at judge dunmore's and your sister is one to feel such things if it were your duty to go there with your best jacket a little worn and your pantaloons a little shorter than you like them and your neckties old-fashioned i should know that you could forget about them all if you made up your mind to do so and have a pleasant time in spite of them but caroline is not like you in this respect she would be miserable i fear she wants so much to go that she thinks she would not mind these things but i know her better than that she has never been away from home and does not realize the contrast there would be between her and other girls of her age you need not wish her to go ben under present circumstances for i know as well as though i saw her undergoing it that she would be miserable ben looked disappointed and troubled i don't see what she is to do then he said she will be hindered from many places where she might have opportunities if she is to go on nursing such a spirit that is true and if she were able to rise above the question of dress so as to be happy in a neat blue calico when the dresses of all about her were silks and cashmeres i should be glad but i assure you she could not be happy so placed but mother i don't quite understand you if you don't think it right that line should put the question of dress so high why do you encourage her in it i mean why don't you advise her to go and see for herself what nice times she could have in calico if that is the name of the stuff which ought not to be worn what is the matter with it anyhow that is a hard question to answer his mother said smiling nothing is the matter with it i suppose except that it is not worn by people of means i do not wonder that you are puzzled she added as she watched his disturbed face it is a question that has perplexed wiser heads than yours or mine this one of dress and what to do about it i was quite enthusiastic over it once and tried to get up a society among the schoolgirls get the wealthy ones to join pledging themselves to wear nothing but calico for a term of years so that the people who were obliged to dress in calico would feel comfortable wherever they went ben's face brightened 
i think that was a splendid idea he said eagerly did you do it and if you did why did it not last it never began his mother said laughing i had a wise mother at home who pricked my bubble for me and showed me that it was not filled with material which would last i don't see why said ben disconcerted think my boy suppose miss sutherland and miss webster and mrs judge dunmore and any other wealthy people whom we knew as well as many whom we do not know could be induced to take such a pledge and should appear from this time dressed in calico how long would it be before the price of calico or gingham for that matter or any stuff which they would make fashionable in that way would increase in price so that the hardest thing we poor people could do would be to buy it that is true said ben thoughtfully and somewhat sorrowfully not so much over the dress question as over the thought that there is much to be learned in the world and he was not making as rapid progress as he could wish the truth is ben bryant was doing well and was not far behind the boys who had been to school steadily during his year of outside work but he did not know it after this he gave up the idea of the visit and planned for the day of pleasure it was to be a nutting expedition away out at the beekman grove it was true there were nuts nearer home but none so nice at least that was the opinion of the kedwins who were sure that if they could not go to just that spot they did not care to go at all it's too long a walk for daisy said mrs bryant but daisy was earnest in her protest why mother i am very strong i could walk six miles i am sure rufus explained earnestly that on the return trip they would need only to walk to the station half a mile from where they went into the woods and there they could get the express due at half-past five just the time they would want to go home oh no indeed he and fanny would not think of going if they must walk both ways but to ride on the cars costs money ben said at last after looking at line who did nothing but look at him ben thought there were reasons why this remark would sound better coming from her oh money said rufus as loftily as though he were a millionaire why it costs only ten cents apiece if we can't afford that much for a three-mile ride almost four miles we must be hard up i've walked three miles more than once to save ten cents said ben with a cheerful laugh on a pleasant day when you have plenty of time it is as nice a way of saving money as i know however this is an especial occasion and again he looked at caroline mrs bryant came to the rescue she was interested in this holiday yes she said briskly it's a very special occasion my young people do not often spend money for pleasure i fully agree with ben that ten cent pieces are worth saving in fact those who do not save them will never as a rule have much else to save but then sometimes they have to be spent i vote for this as one of the times i suppose the nuts are nicer in the beekman woods than anywhere else they used to be when i was a girl and it is too far to walk both ways i don't know about daisy but the others could manage one way nicely and have a pleasant time doing it i should say and i'll put you up a nice lunch 
ben knew about daisy if his mother did not he resolved that she should go if he could compass the matter he came one morning in high glee and drew a faint squeal from daisy in his effort to seat her upon his head before he explained daisy linda i have fixed it mr brownlow's wagon is going out to his farm on saturday after a load going out empty and i know a little woman who can ride almost to the trees where the nuts grow sitting upon a beautiful cushion of hay the wood wagon echoed caroline in a dismayed voice girls of my age do not go out riding in a great clumsy wagon of that kind ben looked at his mother who smiled but said not a word i was speaking of a girl of daisy's age he said rather dryly i didn't speak for a chance to ride for any one but her though miss webster said she should think we would all like to ride in a wood wagon she said when she was a girl nothing pleased her more than a ride out to the farm on the hay-rack oh well said caroline the hay-rack is a very different thing i have read stories about girls riding on loads of hay but never of climbing into a great lumber wagon like that on which they carry wood then i suppose if i ever need to have you take a ride on such an affair i shall have to hire someone to write a story about it first said ben again half in fun and half in vexation his sister caroline's lately acquired ideas in regard to being a young lady were somewhat trying and rather puzzling to him saturday came as bright as an autumn day could be and just cold enough for enjoyment the walking party started on ahead mrs bryant herself tucked daisy into the great wagon and gave jack the gray-haired driver a good old man and a warm friend of daisy's many directions touching her comfort the ride was one long delight to the little girl she was surprised and half sorry when they came to a turn in the road and saw the walking party comfortably seated on a rail fence waiting for them how could you have got here so quick asked daisy quick said jack shaking his sides with quiet laughter why we've come powerful slow it's uphill all the way and the horses worked hard yesterday and will have a tremendous load to bring back so i let em take it easy besides you entertained the old man so well he forgot to drive he lifted her out as if she had been a rare bit of china which might get broken if he were not very careful and drove slowly on looking back with a half regretful air at her as he said she's one of the lord's little white lilies and no mistake then to comfort himself old jack fell to singing in a loud strong voice the lord into his garden comes the spices yield a rich perfume the lilies grow and thrive End of chapter two